This podcast is brought to you by Reynolds & Reynolds, the industry leader in automotive technology. Find out what Reynolds is up to in the digital retailing space by visiting reyrey.com slash retailanywhere. That's R-E-Y-R-E-Y dot com slash retailanywhere. Hello and welcome to Daily Drive. It's Friday, March 18th, 2022. I'm Jamie Butters, Executive Editor of Automotive News. How does a longtime telecom pro look at today's data-driven auto industry? A discussion from the NADA show a little later in the program. First, let's run through all the news you need to know to keep up in the auto industry. Let's start in Japan. That's where Toyota will suspend some output at 11 plants for three days next week. The move, coming due to a shortage of parts, triggered by a large earthquake that rattled the country this week. In total, 18 of Toyota's 28 assembly lines in Japan will be idled. The automaker says it will lose about 20,000 vehicles of output from the quake-related shutdowns. Toyota's mega supplier Denso said some of its factories were damaged and are still being checked out. But on the road to recovery... Critical semiconductor maker Renaissance Electronics said it had resumed partial test-run production at two of three plants near the quake zone. Japanese public broadcaster NHK reported that the 7.4 magnitude earthquake killed three people and injured 190. Maserati, the Stellantis-owned Italian luxury brand, is going fully electric by 2030, Even by 2025, Maserati says that all of its models will offer a battery electric version. The plan is part of Stellantis's Dare Forward 2030 strategy that was unveiled early this month. The first of the EVs for Maserati will come next year. The Gran Turismo Coupe and its convertible counterpart will both get battery-powered variants. The upcoming Grecale crossover will also get an electric powertrain next year. Maserati says it will set performance innovation benchmarks in every market and every segment in which it competes. Crossing over the Alps to Germany, Porsche, too, has set a more ambitious sales target for electric vehicles. CEO Oliver Bloom said more than 80% of new Porsche models will be fully electric in 2030. Porsche's previous target was for 80% to be electrified, including plug-in hybrids. Porsche also stuck to its long-term target of an operating margin of at least 15%. In other product news, General Motors is expected to discontinue two subcompact crossovers, the Buick Encore and Chevrolet tracks. Auto Forecast Solutions says GM will end production of both South Korea-built CUVs in August. U.S. sales of the tracks plunged 60% last year and Encore deliveries in the U.S. fell 52%. Sales of both vehicles peaked at more than 100,000 in 2019. What do higher fuel prices mean for the auto industry? Maybe hard to see a big change in sales when inventory is so scarce. But what is changing quickly? The price of ride hailing? Lyft is adding a fuel surcharge for most rides in the U.S. The move is being made to cushion the impact of high gas prices on drivers, All riders, except those in New York and Nevada, will be charged an extra 55 cents for their trips. The surcharge starts next week and will run at least 60 days. Uber has made a similar move, charging riders either 45 cents or 55 cents extra for each trip. And that's the news you need to know. 
Cops Automotive is doubling down on diversity. We'll hear why from President Steve Rowley after this. As online experiences have continued to evolve, it's clear dealers need an approach that will keep them in the business for the long term. Chris Walsh, Casey Edwards, and Dave Bates, top Reynolds executives, sat down to discuss today's digital retailing landscape. Here's an excerpt from that roundtable discussion. So what are dealers trying to do to get this fully online and online to in-store experience? I mean, that's a great question, and honestly, it's, a, it's kind of a hard one to answer because retailers are kind of defining and using digital retailing differently. You know, to some dealers, it's selling a car. To other, it's sales and F&I, and they, they tend to be approaching it in chunks versus, you know, kind of a holistic, holistic approach, and then you end up just focusing on one or two things when you need to focus on, you know, more of a big picture. Digital retailing is dealership operations, period. Reynolds' Retail Anywhere approach focuses on streamlining dealership operations and improving profitability. For more information about this big picture, holistic approach, visit reyrey.com slash retail anywhere. That's R-E-Y-R-E-Y dot com slash retail anywhere. Welcome back to Daily Drive. I'm Jamie Butters. As you've certainly noticed, the auto industry is going through multiple profound changes, electrification of the powertrain, digital retailing, new approaches to mobility. Data is at the center of it all, and Cox Automotive has a new approach to more holistically acquire, analyze, and innovate with data. Cox Automotive President Steve Rowley, with a background in tech and telecom, needs more people, he's trying to hire thousands, and he's looking for diversity at all ranks of the company. He explained to me his approach to the job in an interview last week at the NADA show in Las Vegas. I'm here with Steve Rowley, president of Cox Automotive. Steve, you took over Cox Auto in July 2020, new to the auto industry. Is this your first NADA? This is my first NADA as a working uh, individual. (laughs) I've uh, uh, visited this uh, show a few times, but uh, a lot here. Wow, a lot here. I know people are really excited to be back in person after we didn't have an in-person show last year. Um, but before you were in automotive, I guess in your previous life when you were here, you, you were in telecom, right? I was. You were at Cox Communications and Sprint before that? I, I was, yes. I was curious, what does that experience bring to you know, what's happening at Cox now? Wow, it's a, it's a great question. I, I didn't think it was going to have much uh, coming into the role. I've always been a car enthusiast and loved the industry. But uh, look, just being here today, I mean, it is vibrant. There's so much going on and it's all about technology. I mean, technology, software, software application. Uh, so it's what I've spent my entire career on and everyone's uh, really looking for all the constituents we have are looking for how can I operate more efficiently, more effectively, uh, have customer experience at the mindset and use technology to get more data and things of that nature. So very, very analogous, very exciting. It sounds like sounds like a good amount of crossover. It does, there is. So along those lines, in February, uh, you introduced DriveQ. You did. Tell me what that's about. How- 
So, um, so DriveQ is, is a culmination and umbrella for all of our data. You know, we've got tens of thousands of products that we're collecting data on, and we're able to build super uh, smart strategies for our customers. You know, we think of it in three strategic planks. We think of it as first of acquiring that data, that unique data that we get from our customers and, and our products. We have, geez, we have 40 million uh, people that visit our, our website a month, you know? And so it's amazing, we have over, between uh, KBB and AutoTrader. Right, right. Uh, the other part of our second ring of that is data intelligence. So it's taking that data and turning it into something that's usable for our customers. So they can have better insights to their customers, better predictability, et cetera. And then the third part is what I would say is our data innovation. So it's continuing to innovate. It's an ever-evolving product, an evolving status, so that when we bring DriveQ to you, we have an umbrella of understanding your issues and then solving it with the solutions that we have. You, you touched on it there, you know, Cox has so, it's such a, Cox Automotive is so broad, it touches the industry in so many ways, and it, it has always seemed to me like there was kind of some missed potential there uh, to, to find, and I don't know what it should be, you know, but yeah. to tie all that data together, it seems like there should be some really powerful insights that come from it. Well, I mean, that's exactly right. I mean, that, that's one of our focus right now is to continue to say, you know, how can we do more for the customer? How can we do more for the industry? But it's bringing it together in a very digestible way. So creating environments that are all connective, not selling single components, but selling the solution itself. So that it's easy and digestible for our customers as well as the end user. So, um over the years, uh, Cox Automotive has made some pretty big investments. Uh, where are you placing your bets now? What are you investing in uh, in 2022? Well, look, I talked about technology. So everything that we're focused on right now is digital. Uh, we're into mobility and electrification in a, in a very big way, and we continue to drive uh, nuances around our existing uh, business around Mannheim and our partnerships. So on the digital side, it's all about digital retailing. You know, it's, we're very focused on digital retailing, driving the customers about, you know, 80% of customers are looking to find some digital fashion. Uh, they want to have an experience of a digital, so we built a comprehensive omni-channel to support that. Uh, on the wholesale side, we have a, a product called Fusion, so it's allowing us to digitally uh, and create AI and computer visioning so that the condition reports that we do, millions of condition reports we do every year is, is really driving. And then EV and electrification and batteries is a huge focus for ours. Are you hiring? Are you trying to add people? Oh look! I mean, uh, there is a uh, there's a, a total focus on talent, and uh, we continue to hire at a rapid rate. Uh, really, on the data science side, the technology side, the programmatic side, and a host of other positions. So, hiring, uh, I think we have over 2,000 open requests right now. <laughs> so, uh, quite a, a bit. Yeah. Yes, Good it luck is. with that. Yes, we need that. So, uh, not that these are hires, but just last week, I think these were promotions. Uh, you named Lori Whitman. As as president of Retail Solutions Good. and Amy Mills as chief strategy officer. Uh, what, do, what do those promotions mean? What do those roles mean? Well, look, um, first of all, both of them are incredibly intelligent people. They're industry veterans. They know exactly what, they're, what, the, what they've been doing. They understand the business. Um, it's also diversity of thought and bringing uh, more uh, diverse people into our organization, uh, bringing the, those folks on my le leadership team and advancing uh, their thoughts and vision as we move forward. Uh, Lori's a, 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 a seasoned 
seasoned and experienced veteran of operations. Uh, Amy is one of the uh, major talents in the automotive industry around strategy and what's ahead of us. So bringing those two people together really make for a very powerful force at Cox Automotive. Well, and uh, you've already had, I mean, traditionally had a pretty diverse leadership team. We have. Uh, a lot of uh, women in prominent roles. We have, yeah. we have. I mean, it's it's one of our pushes, diversity of of gender, of thought, of, of color, of host. We, we really feel that diverse companies accelerate better, create better value for our customers, and continue to have a more inclusive and thoughtful thinking at, the, uh, at our organizational, at the highest levels. Steve Rowley, President of Cox Automotive, thanks for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me here today, and what a treat to be here at NADA, so. That's Daily Drive for today. I'm Jamie Butters. You can get all the news on digital retail, smart use of data, and everything happening in the auto industry at autonews.com. Thanks to you, Nathan Kadick, for editing today's show. Thanks to the ANTV team and web editor Victor Galvan for their help. And thanks to you for listening and making this show part of your workday routine. Have a great weekend until Monday when we all get back to work.